0: uh eating tofu uh oh duh sucker it's sucking on ginger booch there you go ginger booch yeah oh that booch yeah the booch
1: i like that eric that's sucking on ginger booch eating tofu (laughs) (laughs) with my um healthy digestion.
0: What the fuck is going on?
1: Ah, that was terrible.
0: That shit sound all wet.
1: Okay. I'm not even going to try and follow that up anymore. We're trying to change the world here, Yeah. That's <laughs> what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. Now. Greetings, citizens of Earth. Welcome (laughs) to Accelerative Thrust. I'm Dan. Oh, and I'm Eric. And we're trying to change the world. I don't know if you guys heard that or not. But uh, while we're trying to change (laughs) the world, uh, we would also like to remind you that we are on a bunch of different listening platforms, you know, like Content Made Right. Spotify is a big one. And transistor is a big one yeah. and you know, there's also Google and Amazon and what else, Eric? Is that pretty much it?
0: Yeah. You got the small companies, right? Yeah. Google, uh, okay. Google yeah, and, and Amazon. Small, yeah. small companies. Uh, Google's like an up and coming indie company. Yeah. I've been so. hearing a lot about them. I, 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 I don't know if, if it does what they say it's going to do, it might, it's going to be big.
1: Yeah. It's going to be huge. Like, yeah drones delivering packages to your house Damn. i wish
0: they were delivering drones to my house
1: That's... yeah yeah that would be great also if you are a listener of this show and you uh, would like to hear some other stuff besides what we talk about well i mean technically you're gonna always hear the stuff that we talk about mm-hmm. but if you want to hear some stuff about music let us know man we uh are on facebook we are on instagram send us a message you could leave a comment um boy this is the last episode of the year isn't it eric sure is 2021 well what did you think of the year 2021 uh oof.
0: um hmm. uh, i don't know it's it was it was a weird one it was like the novelty of 2020 had worn off and- yeah This is our actual reality now. And it's kind of scary and depressing, but also like just the way it is. It felt kind of like, yeah, like a holdover from 2020, like a hangover almost. Yeah. um, From all the, I don't know, just straight up terror and divisiveness of that whole year. Right. Like I think this year has been calmer, but it's still like, We're never probably going to trust the world again after last year. So, no, absolutely. You know, so it's kind of the first year of living like that.
1: (laughs) You know what I kind of think? It's like a band records a very strong album and then, like, they release that album and that was 2020, right? Mm -hmm. But they also recorded a bunch of songs that were not as strong. And then they released that record the next year. And that record was 2021.
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. You you see where I'm going with this? It's like a watered down 2020.
1: Yeah. It's a watered down 2020. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what 2021 is. I really hated like 2020 and I still hate 2021, but maybe not as strong. Oh, (laughs) you see what I'm saying? Like, sure but it's so it's like the opposite like so
0: not only is the wa- the music watered down yeah but your reaction is now watered down too
1: yeah exactly exactly wow yeah 2021 is like a total like it's just leftovers from 2020
0: yeah yeah and it feels like we should have gotten closer to something but we didn't no, no, no. We're, in the <laughs> we're, we're kind old, of it. Uh, it was kind of like a holding holding pattern for a year, you know? Like, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: I don't know. When people hear this, it'll be the 30th. So in two days, it'll be 2022. I think that's yeah. pretty insane. It doesn't feel like the year 2021 yeah. took a year. I
1: mean, I mean does 2020 any 2020
0: yeah. took five years? So, like, I guess it makes sense that 2020. 21 would only feel like maybe half a year,
1: something like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, is anything, anything anymore?
0: No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's 2021 the year nothing became everything was nothing.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing is everything. Everything (laughs) is nothing. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we're, we're not going to talk about the news uh, for this episode. Uh, at least I don't think we are. That is correct. Right. Eric, as far as I know, (laughs) as far as I know too. Yeah. 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 Uh, because I don't know, like let's take a break from the news. Let's, you know, the news is stressful. I mean, there's only so many times you can talk about David Lee Roth and Alice Cooper and all these things, (laughs) you know, like it's just, yeah. You know, let's let's let's, take
0: the week off from news and yeah. just, start our new year news free it'll be fresh yeah we don't need to know what's going on happy news free year
1: happy <laughs> instead of doing that we wanted to devote some time to talking about our top 10 records
0: of, 2021. of all time oh, oh shit 2021. what oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i did it wrong i did, I did I the did assignment it.
0: wrong I did the twist. <laughs> I didn't understand the instructions.
1: <laughs> I changed Demonia uh, Oh, shit oh. of 2021. Uh
0: oh okay. That's- there
1: was a lot of records that came out this year. In fact, I uh sent Eric here a list of all the records that we reviewed that came out this year. And I was shocked at how many records we reviewed that came out in 2021. I honestly did not think we reviewed any anywhere near we reviewed 31 records yeah that came out in 2021 at least crazy 31
0: yeah i agree
1: and that was like in i mean that that was like this year man it's just insane and then there's also like more records that you know like i i heard as well that we didn't get around to mm-hmm. reviewing yeah so So, yeah, the top 10 list, I think uh, we're both going to have some very interesting lists, and I'm excited to get into that. Yeah. Um, mm, Yeah. This grapefruit sparkling water just is so good. What brand is it? It's the uh, Aldi's Belly V. Oh, yeah, that one's good.
0: I like that grapefruit.
1: Absolutely. I love, I like just about every flavor. Uh, There was one flavor I got that I didn't care for. I think it was passion fruit or something.
0: Oh yeah, I have that one. It's pretty I was good.
1: I don't think I was a big fan. The of only
0: one I world. didn't like was um, cold vomit.
1: <laughs> cold vomit. That, that sounds. That's the one.
0: That's the one where I was like, don't know. Oh, that, no.
1: That's the one I really like. Pretty so, gross. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean, I like the chunks, but I don't. I don't actually trust that they're calorie free. I don't know.
1: No, there's definitely like. They, well, it even says on the back, you know, they add stuff to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. May contain marf. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dude, I saw something really disturbing on Instagram today before we get into, yeah, if you don't mind me talking about something, I guess this could be news a little bit. Okay. Did you hear that there's a parasite that was discovered? And I think, I don't remember what what kind of fish mm-hmm. it was, but it actually like eats the tongue of the fish and it has eyes. Mm-hmm. It's freaking scary looking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then does it become the fish's tongue?
1: Yes. It basically becomes yeah, the fish's I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, that. Pretty cool. I, yeah. It, it's cool. But <laughs> it also, I don't know, maybe nature really isn't that peaceful.
0: Oh, heck no. <laughs> nature is. a It's, it's... all violence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 So there's the news for the week. <laughs> The the news is everything is violent.
1: Everything is violent, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, Eric, question. Yes. Who's going first?
0: I don't care who goes first. Go for it. All right. I'll go ahead and go first.
1: Cool. Uh, Let me preface by saying that this was actually a very amazing year for music. And uh, I know I kind of already said that before. So my list is comprised of. Mostly stuff that Eric and I reviewed and listened to.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Might have some crossovers.
1: But there is, yes, we probably do. In fact, (laughs) I can almost guarantee it. Hmm. Um, But maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? But I will tell you, there are two records on this list that we did not review. But Hmm. they're, they're both from artists that we have reviewed. Uh, ah. Records that came out a different year. So oh, I see. There you go. Actually, you know what? Never mind. There's three. Whoa. There's three. And one of them, so two of them we've actually talked about. And then one of them we've, I think you briefly mentioned them, but we never reviewed them. Okay. So cool. And that is actually my number 10 pick. And that is from Atmosphere. Uh, Atmosphere released a record called Word with a question mark. And I've been an Atmosphere fan for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this record is kind of continuing this weird sort of tradition that Atmosphere is doing, releasing these sort of almost experimental hip-hop records. Uh basically every year since I think uh, about four years ago, I think he's released an album a year since 2018. And so hopefully in 2022, we're going to get another atmosphere record. I don't think it's their best record. Um, There's tons of records that I would say are, you know, I would recommend you check out first, Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of people that I think like the direction that atmosphere is going As a matter of fact, Eric, I believe the, uh, what is it? The night before Halloween or the day before Halloween. Uh, you said that you really liked that record, which was the record that came out in 2020. You remember that? Yeah, for sure. And that is actually, um, a lot more experimental than this record. Uh Uh-huh. There, there was a lot more going on on that record than this one. However, this one almost kind of goes back to earlier, atmosphere days um somewhat the mm, mm-hmm. almost a return to form but not really there's it you know earlier atmosphere was very kind of underground boom bap sort of almost an angry tone to Slugsville. uh you know he's a lot older he's a family man now and everything and so i think that lifestyle has influenced his demeanor through his music but mm-hmm. i think it's i still think atmosphere puts out quality work so that's number 10 Number nine, another band that we reviewed, and this is actually only an EP, but uh, we didn't review this album, and that's DFL, a.k.a. Mm. Dead Fucking Last. They came out with um, an EP this year called Why Are You DFL? And in all honesty, I don't have much more that uh, to add to this that I talked about with Grateful. Um, Mm -hmm. this is like their first record since grateful. So their first recorded music since 97. Wow. So they, I mean, they broke up for many years and then they reunited and it's only a seven song EP, but it's, you know, just like everything you heard off of grateful, or if you're a fan of proud to be, or my crazy life, their first couple of records, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. It's just, really good hardcore punk. Um, number eight. I will be very surprised if you didn't pick this as one of your Uh-oh. picks here, Eric. Okay. Cause this is one of your picks oh. that you reviewed. And this record just blew my mind. I've listened to it several times since you recommended it, mm-hmm. Eric. And that is the bug fire. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. This is just a monster of an album, the collaborative aspect, mm-hmm. the industrial dronescapes, that weird sort of interlude song about kind of smoking weed that yeah. goes from like apocalyptic doom to like just kind of this one day where, okay, let's put that all aside and kind of just, you know, reminisce about the joys in life and then go goes right back into you know um the noisy doom the industrial just craziness uh the production is insane um yeah the bug man uh Mm -hmm. the fire this is absolutely one of my favorite records this year it blew my mind thank you for recommending that one eric yeah
0: yeah that's on my list too so i'm gonna Hold off commenting for now.
1: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So number seven is the only, and we listen to a lot of great local releases or at least Iowa-based, Illinois-based releases, but it's the only one. And I, I really wanted to include a couple more, but this is the one that I really, really enjoyed a lot that i mean i enjoyed every single local release we released but or we released we reviewed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but blenders washington called now technically Mm -hmm. this record it was recorded in 2013 but it was released this year so it does count as a 2021 release in my book Mm -hmm. um just really great melodies really great songs really fun really funny, but also like, I think really sincere. I mean, there's, you know, not much more I can add to it. Um, uh, this is just a really, really great, uh, listen. Um, if you're a fan of pop punk, give this, uh, you know, give it a listen. I mean, if you like the Ramones, if you like Buddy Holly, if you like fifties oldies music mixed Mm with just punk rock and just infectious melodies that's exactly what the blenders are number six is another pick from you eric Uh oh yes 24 7 diva heaven stress oh my gosh this was just fantastic uh it just put me in mind of every single badass uh rock band from the 90s and i don't mean to pigeonhole them as like some sort of '90s revival riot girl thing or something, because mm-hmm. that's totally not what they are. But I mean, it just kind of brought back that feeling of angst, mm-hmm. you know, that just pure aggression of bands like Babes in Toyland, Boss Hog, Hole, even Nirvana, Mudhoney, um, you know, Melvins, stuff like that. This whole mm-hmm. record is just fantastic such a badass record. And I believe it's their debut album. In fact,
0: mm-hmm. yep. what
1: a strong debut album. Totally. Okay. Number five, Madlib sound ancestors. Uh, Madlib is absolutely my favorite hip hop producer. Probably. I don't know. I can debate in my head all day who that is, but Madlib is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I started listening to instrumental hip hop albums from Madlib and Jade Dilla, mm-hmm. you couldn't get me to listen to an instrumental hip hop record. Yeah. You just couldn't do it. But the way that Madlib approaches this, and we talked a little bit about this in the review, Eric um, mm-hmm. is not like an instrumental hip hop record. He really uses all of the musicalities and all of his idiosyncrasies and the studio and production, he uses everything as an instrument. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the music is his language and more than any other hip hop producer that I can think of. Um, I mean, he just makes like the music speak for itself. You know, it's just really, really, really great production. Um, really great beats, really great samples. Um, and just uh, at times it's very abstract and just a really fantastic listen. And it doesn't need words. It really doesn't. It's just, it's it's like a jazz album mm-hmm. done through the filter of sampling, you know? <laughs> really great stuff. Uh, number four, Dale Crover, the drummer of the Melvins, his solo album, Rat-a-tat-tat. Really like this record. Uh, mm-hmm. Has a very, I mean, it it really there's there's some stuff on here that I feel like he couldn't get away with doing in the Melvins, mm-hmm. which I think is really great. Um, he's got a really great singing voice. But there's also some kind of heavy noise on here. Uh, it 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 it's kind of surprising, but also not very surprising when you consider how experimental and weird the melvins are in general anyway Mm -hmm. uh but it's grungy at times sometimes it almost has like a 60s psychedelic pop thing kind of going on sometimes like a weird industrial type thing um yeah i just really appreciate what dale crover has done uh kind of just uh what he displays he can do as a solo artist outside of the melvins i think Mm -hmm. uh, he offers up a really great listening experience number three is uh from the armed and that is ultra pop Mm -hmm. i love this record i still don't know how to explain it Mm -hmm. um such a weird listening experience um yeah there's elements of hardcore elements of shoegaze or something going on, Mm -hmm. very experimental, very, um, all over the place. Um, you really get the sense that they are not really a traditional band in any sense of the word, but maybe more of a collective. They kind of make that clear. Um, and, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just a really weird, insane record. And I really, really like it. Number two is another, artist that we reviewed a record from but that record we reviewed didn't come out this year however this one did Hmm. tyler the creator call me if you get lost Hmm. so you were a big fan of igor big fan big fan of igor huge yep this does not sound like igor in the least oh (laughs) now if you if you go through tyler the creator's history he started out Almost as a horrorcore rapper, mm-hmm. almost. Uh, I would even say almost like an experimental horrorcore rapper, sort of, but not really. He it was more, I guess, just edgy. The first couple of records, mm-hmm. um, and he was, you know, a young kid, and so there was a lot of like, you know, bad language and stuff like that, um, and then with his third album, which was called Wolf, I really started to see a different direction that he was going in. And he was doing a lot of rapping on Wolf and Cherry Bomb, which was the album after that. And then I would say where he really became an amazing artist was the follow-up to that flower boy, Igor. Mm -hmm. I would still consider his masterpiece. However, Igor is not, really a hip-hop record it's kind of more of a i don't know uh, almost an ex- i would say almost like an experimental r&b record this record is pretty much tyler the creator going back returning to being like a straight-up rapper like this is pretty much a straight-up hip-hop record hmm. from tyler the creator it's got some production that really reminds me of like, I don't know, like there are times where this record, the beats almost sound like a Q-tip, hmm. you know, a Q-tip type mm-hmm. thing. And then there's other times where he flips these these insane beats that just sound, you know, like they could actually fit on Igor, you know, or something like mm-hmm. that. And really great sense of just... I feel like he's a musical genius, honestly. Like, I really like Tyler's production and his ear for music. I think, Eric, it, even though I think you would probably agree with my assessment that Igor is his masterpiece and maybe probably always will be, hmm. um, I think you would really enjoy this record if you gave it a listen as well. And honestly, cool. I, would, I would go back and check out Tyler's back catalog. I mean you like a lot of horrorcore stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, he wasn't quite a horror core wreck ra- horror core rapper. He just, there were elements of that, you know, mm-hmm. darkness. And sometimes it got a little, I don't know, I guess you could say cringey, but mm-hmm. you know, rap is full of cringe all throughout For the sure. ages. And sometimes that's the point of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Aside from all that, call me if you get lost. Tyler, the creator, number two album of the year. So my number one pick, and this may or may not not surprise you, Eric. Mm -hmm. Turnstile, Glow On. Nice. Love this record, man. To me, this is almost how hardcore records should sound from now on. Mm -hmm. This and the armed ultra pop. Mm -hmm. um, I think both of these records displayed very creative takes in much different ways on hardcore and what it could be. And more importantly, what it isn't, if that makes any sense. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And so it's really, um, it's, it's got moments that are very mind blowing, like uh, puzzling, like what exactly are they doing? Right. The, the way that they change um structure within the songs is just very strange sometimes and i feel like they're taking chances on this record that maybe a lot of hardcore bands especially ones that are kind of in their age range Mm -hmm. and also their peer groups are not doing yeah this record is just absolutely fantastic to me um so yeah, number one, turnstile, nice. low on. So,
0: cool. Have
1: at it, Eric. I'm nice. very, very excited to hear your top ten.
0: Um, cool. Yeah, I. Most of mine are also things we've covered on the show. A couple of them are also things that you mentioned, but not mm-hmm. all of it, which is kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was putting this list together, I was like, wow if someone were to see this list, they would definitely think that I'm only into like a very specific, a uh, kind of, uh, aesthetic, like a very specific sound and, and, uh, style and things, but we have proof that that's not true because we've covered, I don't even know, probably over a hundred records this year. Right. Yeah.
1: And, I, I would so, say probably.
0: Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think it's interesting because yeah like I said from my list you will you you will think wow this dude only likes very specific things but um yeah so it's kind of cool because we do share some of them um but not all of them so Sure. Yeah, my first uh one so number 10 is one we reviewed on the show it's um snapped ankles mm. um forest of your problems Sure thing. And I really like this record. I think that it um, it's it's very much rooted in a specific time period and sound, but I wouldn't call it throwback. I wouldn't say this is a revivalist sort of thing. They're not trying to be Devo, okay? Mm-hmm. They're, right. But they're using elements of Devo and Public Image Limited and Joy Division and um, a lot of no-wave kind of feeling to the whole thing, really bass-forward Um, yeah, I mean, you've already heard me review this one, so I'm not going to go crazy about it, but I, I just thought it was really fun. And, um, as you'll see, as my list goes on, fun is, uh, something that is in a, it's a short, it's a, it's a missing commodity in the music (laughs) I listen to. Okay. Like, it's not that I don't like fun. It's just that when I'm looking for new stuff, a lot of times that kind of, uh, just gets sifted out. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm looking for things that are pushing, um, or I feel are pushing it's pushing music forward, you know, sure. if something coming out in 2021 is not pushing music forward, then we're kind of sunk, you know, like, yeah, that's kind of the point of new things. Right. So, um, yeah, but snapped ankles. I, I loved it. I thought it was super fun. And, um, and I do like no wave and new wave and, and it's hardly ever done really well, you know, uh, uh, by modern artists. So, um, the second one, uh, my second choice, number nine, it's going to be surprising. Okay. Um, and not surprising that I picked it, but if you listen to it, you're going to be surprised. So number nine is little ugly, little ugly, Main. Mm. And it's Lil Ugly Maine's new record called Volcanic Bird Enemy oh, and The Voiced Concern.
1: You are kidding me. Dude, I love that record. It's insane. It is. It's, oh my God,
0: dude, I just discovered Lil Ugly Mane like See, a I, month ago. I've been listening to Lil Ugly Mane for a long time. I've been listening to Bedwetter. I've been listening to all of his other aliases, and it's always this misanthropic, Horror, yeah. core, that stuff. It, it sounds to me like a yeah. very
1: lo fi 3 6 Mafia.
0: Right. And it's great. I love it. Yeah. That when I put this on, I was like, what in the hell is going yeah. on right now? This is much closer to like uh, Animal Collective, maybe, or Fleet Foxes, um, Bonnever. I don't know if I say mm-hmm. that right. Uh, that kind of stuff, maybe a little more like, um, trying to think of the exactly what it is because it, it, it gets almost experimental and it's, um, like disjointed calmness. It's very singer songwriter freak folk kind of stuff. Um, I know I'm just throwing out a lot of things here, but if you listen to Little Ugly Main," all of the things I'm saying, you should be saying, what the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Because that's not what this is supposed to sound like. No. Yeah. But it does. Um, and so, yeah, it is, like I said, kind of like, you know, kind of accessible, but it's also stranger and dreamier and a lot more hip hop than those things. Um, just strange choices on the construction of everything, the production. Um, I'm still digging into the record. I've only listened to it a few times and there's a lot to sift through. There's a lot to try to figure out. And it's cool because I listened to little ugly Main, and it's sort of like in an ironic way, it's sort of in a way that I usually wouldn't tell that many people I listened to it. Um, you know, I guess guilty pleasure might be a word for it, but more so it's like, no one else is going to like this. So what's the point in me talking about it? Um, but yeah, the, the volcanic bird enemy and the voiced concern is wow. uh, Very odd. Um, it, and it very is. good, very pretty and enjoyable. I'm not going to say it's not as misanthropic cause it is, it's almost, uh, more hopeless, mm-hmm. but It's beautiful. So it
1: it is fantastic. And what's crazy is if you want to hear like just a night and day comparison, Mm -hmm. check out his EP called Uneven Compromise. Yeah. Have you ever heard that one, Eric? For sure. And it's it's like one 10 minute long, just I don't even know, like like a PCP trip or something. And then like and then yeah, then this record. It's just like, is this even the same artist? That's yeah. so crazy you picked that because honestly, I was actually considering picking it as a um, as my pick one,
0: like about a month ago or something. Oh, well, see, that's the thing. Anything that comes up on our list that we haven't talked about, I'm assuming we're going to talk about because yeah. why wouldn't we? So No,
1: exactly. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's so crazy. I just discovered Little Ugly Maine a month ago and it was from yeah. – another review site on youtube ah. and i when i saw the name of that record i'm like okay i gotta
0: i gotta hear yeah. this well it's funny because i've wanted to talk about little ugly Main on the show quite a few times especially the bedwetter project but it just yeah. honestly was a little too much it's like when i did ghost Main, it was like yeah it was like, this is actually a little too much. I don't know if just talking about it is promoting these ideas. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And so, and I mean, I know that's not true, but at the same time, it's like, do I really want to spread this? Like, it's to that level of kind of being disturbing. I don't know. At least with the bedwetter one, it's just like, yeah, geez, man, come on. You know? Yeah. But this, on the other hand, just, I don't know. I would say if you like beta Mm -hmm. band like kind of regular stuff but but that added element of just kind of weirdness and hip-hop it is very hip-hop it is it is yeah so absolutely yeah anyway um so i would say that's pretty cool surprise record for this year. yeah interesting pick the next one that's not a surprise on any level is number eight tobacco fucked up friends volume three all right so um, we talked about tobacco not that long ago in the early days of the, uh, podcast. I talked about tobacco every episode, you know, cause I was, and I don't know, am sort of still a little obsessed. Um, but tobacco is the guy from black moth, super rainbow. They have been merging into sort of one project. Tobacco was a little more hip hop for a long time. Um, black moth was a little more psychedelic I guess mm-hmm. um, yeah and they've just kind of turned that into one thing so now tobacco has some heavier beats but for the most part it's pretty psychedelic uh, so it's the best of both worlds if you like tobacco or black moth uh there is not a lot of new ground covered on here there's really not but if you like tobacco you're gonna get exactly what you wanted out of it it's I I I don't know. It sounds like I'm putting it down, but obviously it wouldn't be on this list if I didn't really enjoy it. So um, yeah, if you're into tobacco, obviously check out the new tobacco record. Yeah. Um, number seven, um, Barad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the record was called No Plants, Just Mansions. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I really, really liked a lot. It's uh, rhythmic and worldly. Um, it's... It's cool and like grimy. I don't know. It's like um lynchian. There's a lot of guitar, like kind of twangy guitar, saxophone. Just uh is a really cool experience, a really cool listening experience. Um, and yeah, I just love the sound of it. Uh I don't think that one's on Spotify, so but um really good. So listen, yeah. Number six, we did not talk about on the show. And that's because it's a pure uh, noise record, uh, yeah. which I don't want to say that I censor my picks or that I pander, but at a certain point, just picking noise records every week, it it won't, <laughs> it's not going to be that interesting. Okay. So it's not like I'm uh, denying some aspect of myself or whatever. It's just that, Yeah. I can't just pick noise every week. It would suck. People wouldn't like that. I mean, I guess maybe four people on earth would be like, yes, another (laughs) another noise record. Um, But I will say that this is one of the best uh, sort of like experimental avant-garde records I've heard in a really, really long time. And I think the problem is, it's kind of, and I've talked about this on the show before, I'll try to keep it short. But when you look at certain artists, and you know that they were like painters, and you know that they were trained on how to paint, and they're deviating from that, and they're doing some uh, avant-garde or experimental or impressionist painting, you can tell that it's still rooted in things that they understand, that there's form to it that they understand the shapes and the colors. It's not just screwing around. And I think that's hard when it comes to experimental avant-garde and noise and things like that because they might be indiscernible. You know, you might not be able to tell the difference. Um, But with this, you very much can. I would suggest if anyone is actually like, what's all this avant-garde shit they're always talking about on accelerative thrust? I would say, listen to this. If you want to get into it and enjoy it, this, I don't want to say it's accessible because it is not, but it's enjoyable and, um, and entertaining. So the record is called, uh, Lucy and Aaron. It's by Aaron Dillaway and Lou Cretia Dalt, but Lucy mm-hmm. and Aaron, it's got a, a hot pink, uh, album cover. You can't really miss it. So, um, yeah, if you've been thinking about experimenting, I would I would do this one. It's very musical, endlessly engaging, intriguing exactly what this kind of music should sound like. Um Brad. Yeah. Number 5 is by an artist called Back X Wash. This is also one we did not cover on here. Um, the record's called "I Lie Here Bur- Buried with My Rings and My Dresses." Um, so this is a Canadian rapper um, goes by Back X Wash. Um, very intense, like ultra intense, like like when we covered "Slow uh, Soul Glow," like mm-hmm. that level of just they there is no filter here they are yelling directly in your face and it's awesome uh it's beyond forward thinking like what i mean is it's beyond if you listen to it it's beyond some if someone listened and went wow that's really progressive no this renders the word progressive completely impotent like it doesn't mean anything it's just beyond anything I've heard it's hip hop it's noise it's hardcore um it's amazing yeah very topical very cathartic and I honestly think this is what actual future music is going to sound like so um I I was blown away by that one back x wash anyway.
1: What's the name? Is the record Rosemary's Revenge?
0: The record is called I Lie Here Buried With My Rings and My Dresses.
1: Okay, that sounds like my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, So, number four is um another one we didn't cover on here, and the reason I didn't ever pick it is because it's hard for me to determine what kind of release this is. Sometimes that plays into what I pick. Like if it's an EP or a single, even if for some reason it was 30 minutes long, which some records are that I still might be like, yeah, but it's still just a single blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Uh, number four is by horror H oh, O yeah. uh, band. The record is called territory colon turf talk volume one. Okay. So as far as I can tell, this is a whole record. I don't know. I can't find any information about it. I don't know if horror does the production uh, or if people came on to um, do production and rapping and guest vocals and things, but everyone is on here and it is, it's so good. It's very futuristic horror core stuff. Amazing production. Um, but yeah, it's introduced me to all kinds of artists. Like I've looked through just the guests on the songs and then went and searched them out and found tons of stuff that I like, but there's also things that you've heard of, uh, Pussy Riot is on there. Um, uh, Plaque Blag is on there. Uh, Youth Code is on there. So tons of cool stuff. Uh, it's very druggy and lazy, very trap ask at times but it's also super intense electronic experimentation uh deep heavy bass like kind of blow up your speakers type bass kind of like the bug or whatever um but i can't say enough about it this has been one of the records i returned to uh, just an endless unmeasurable amount of times like I can't even say how many times I've put this record on now. So I, I love it. Um, you're going to hear things on there that are offensive and it is horrorcore at its core. But I think if you can get past that, you're going to find some really deep, intense um, electronic uh, experimentation. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, number three. Yeah. That one's is so good. I probably should have had that as my number one. Just They saying. were actually the,
1: uh, just a side note they were actually a uh, an opener on uh mr bungle's reunion tours
0: really Damn.
1: absolutely they they were the openers and yeah when they released those concerts on youtube like mm-hmm. honestly horror was just as
0: good as mr mm-hmm. bungle live it was just amazing yeah i bet I, i'll have to check that out that sounds awesome mm-hmm. Uh, keeping with the uh, brutal intensity, um, number three is mm-hmm. uh, Lingua Ignata, Sinner uh, mm-hmm. Get Ready. Now, we did a pretty in-depth review of the record before this, uh, Caligula. And um, because of that, I never really suggested that we cover this one because for as great as it is and... Uh, how different it actually is from, uh, Caligula. It's, it's still pretty similar. I didn't think we were going to have enough new things to say about it to warrant a full on review, but it's my third favorite record of the year. It's brutal. It's brutal and beautiful. It's super intense and emotional. Um, it almost seems deeper and more, um, concise in its expression of pain and anger and loss and I know all of this sounds like you would never want to hear it but it does end up being pretty cathartic um, to listen to and it's um, a little less metal oriented maybe than Caligula was which I actually enjoyed quite a bit more. Um, It felt like on the last record two different things happening this feels very much like one thing happening and it does get heavy um and intense and brutal but it it never feels like it's deviating from another uh uh, another emotion if that makes sense sure um so yeah lingua ignata center get ready amazing 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 record um but prepare yourself because it's intense. Uh, number two is the bug uh, fire, which Dan also chose. I went into great detail about this when we uh, when we covered it the first time. Um, but it's the first record in like seven years from just the bug, um, and it still is the heaviest dub record I've heard up to this point. It, yeah, it has elements of industrial and and hip hop and things like that. But overall, it's just this like bass worship. I mean, it just is. It's There's no other way around it. This music was made to vibrate speakers and the effect that it has on you. Like that's the only Mm -hmm. intent. I do think lyrically and everything else, it's super intense, super of the time. Um, But yeah, just a, a really great record. And you know, I, I do kind of think that it's, it, it's very forward thinking for dub. I think that it marks, um, a new jumping off point, if that makes any sense. Um, and then, so yeah, number one, we also covered on here. Number one, I chose the armed ultra pop hmm. or for my number one. It's, it's great. I've listened yeah. to it a lot of times. Um, it's, Crazy ass hyper pop hardcore that's melodic and inventive. And I don't know, I can't say a lot about it. I've not heard music like it, um, in the sense that it, even though it does go all these places, it's never jarring necessarily. And I think that makes a big difference. Like we were talking about Mr. Bungle or whatever, like. Mr. Bungle's also very experimental and inventive, but they are jarring. It's kind of the point Mm -hmm. is is to go to say, we go from this crazy thing to this crazy thing on the stop of a dime. And it's like, that's great. But if they can just coexist and we don't even actually know we're changing, that's pretty cool too. And that's sort of how I felt about the armed. Sure. So so that's my list. Like I said, it's a lot of uh, electronic and it's a lot of gloom and doom but <laughs> yeah i think there's a lot of fun moments in almost all of these releases absolutely except, except maybe Lingua Ignata I, there is <laughs> no fun in that there just isn't and that's fine that's not what it's made for but the rest of it i do think you could put on and find some some uplifting energetic moments so i would definitely definitely
1: Agreed. That's awesome that Ultra pop is your number one pick, Eric. That's yeah, kind amazing of away. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a such a great record.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so this week with the shows, there there's only a few. I know last week I said there's going to be a million. There's not. But there's a couple. They all happen on New Year's Eve, and I really did look around. Uh, to try to find shows but hear me out if you have shows if you run a space a venue you just know everybody whatever send me that information because I would love to get more of that out there you know I don't leave things off of here just because I don't like someone's band or I don't like a venue or something it's like I literally look everywhere so if you have a show you know some people having a show let me know and we'll mention it. So Friday, the 31st, that's New Year's Eve. That's tomorrow. The first thing is called 93 and Alive and Snake House Records present New Year's Eve celebration. All right. This is at Lefty's Live Music. And yeah, Snake Lucci, all kinds of other rappers. So it looks like a New Year's Eve rap show that's at lefties pretty cool um in the iowa city area at gabe's it's gonna be will whitmore which i think sounds pretty fun for new year's eve you know? absolutely yeah so go to gabe's and see will whitmore why
1: not if you've never seen will whitmore live he is quite an experience
0: yeah i, I really do think it would be a super fun new year's eve then at Wildwood barbecue and Saloon, that's here in Iowa City. Um, Winterland is going to play. Now, mm. Winterland is a dead tribute band, which I usually obviously wouldn't include tribute bands on here, but it is a local one and they are really good. Stacy Webster, a guy I know, does the um, Jerry Garcia, uh, role and he's amazing. He has the voice, he has the guitar chops. I don't know if you love the dead and you're looking for somewhere to be on New Year's Eve, I don't know why you wouldn't go to this. So, um, and last thing is Heavy Beige. This is at the gas lamp. Um, I don't know when they started to use the name Heavy Beige, but who this is is DJ 810. AKA Jeff Eaton from Modern Life oh. and his friend Richie Daggers and they DJ and they usually do traditional uh soul and um soul slash uh ska old school uh stuff like that it's a, it's a super fun party every time I've ever been anywhere that these guys DJ it's a blast so um I would check that out and that's it for the calendar sounds like a really good
1: uh you know i mean that that sounds like there's some really good events yeah. on new year's eve the winterland thing yeah i i know somebody i'm pretty good friends with a guy who works at the library in muscatine and he's mm-hmm. a huge deadhead yeah and he um always talks about winterland yeah. every time they every time they come around he's always i wouldn't be surprised if it. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it to that show.
0: Right. Yeah. He's
1: tried to get me to go a few times, and I've never been able to go mm-hmm. because of work or something like that. Um, and I'm also I'm not as big of a Deadhead fan, sure, as he is, but I still think it would be quite an experience.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think they're specifically uh, maybe this is a different show, but they were doing. um, a specific show by the Dead, mm-hmm. um, one of the Winterland shows, because um, that's what they're named after. Is a
1: right set of right. shows,
0: as far as I understand it. I like the Dead a lot, but I'm nowhere near a dead head. I don't know yeah, everything about it.
1: There, it's one of those things that was not cool to like when you were like, you know, seventeen or eighteen and
0: mm-hmm.
1: a punk rocker. You know, like yeah.
0: And now it's like very punk
1: yeah now it's like it's almost more punk to like grateful dead over minor threat yeah (laughs) you know it's like it's crazy i um also i don't think the grateful dead uh gets the recognition they do for being as crazy and off the wall as they are sometimes oh yeah have you ever heard that album infrared roses that they put out
0: No, I don't think so.
1: It's just like this jam session they did that they recorded Mm -hmm. live at one of their shows, and it's just insane. It's it's like it sounds like anti music. Like wow, cool. It's crazy. Like I yeah, I was really impressed. That's one of the first things, and it's kind of sad that that's what it took me took for me to recognize the talent of Grateful Dead.
0: Well, everyone has that moment though, I think.
1: I think but. so too, but they, yeah. And and he, his name is Rod. He works at the library and he's been a really good, um, he's really um, kind of uh, opened my mind up to the Grateful Dead quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually made me like check out records from the library, <laughs> like nice. CDs, yeah. back when I would actually listen to CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like American Beauty and stuff like that.
0: Oh yeah, great record.
1: It's it is a great record. I mean, it really is. Yeah. it's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I really like American Beauty and Working Man's Dead, which everyone does. Um, but they yeah. are really really good. I like the Anthem of the Sun quite a bit, and the Axo Xo Ax Axo X So Ax Axoa. That one, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That really yeah. weird. Um, yep, I know exactly which one you're talking Those are about. the only ones I've really spent much time well, with. But the um thing,
1: the thing yeah. is is the Grateful Dead also did not they weren't really a jam band when they first started. Like mm-hmm. they kind of developed that, I feel like a little bit later. Like when they first started, they were just kind of this weird psychedelic band or something. Oh yeah, you know?
0: big time, experimental mm-hmm. psychedelic. Yeah.
1: Kind of like in the same way that Pink Floyd was with like mm-hmm piper at the gates of dawn you know
0: yeah for sure
1: they kind of developed that roots sort of thing much later Mm -hmm. i always thought it was kind of weird how people started associating uh with that same sort of jam band thing
0: yeah it is weird when you um when you are when you find out a band your way into is a jam band and you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I've had it happen three times now. So what were the bands? Uh, in order, it was Modesky, Martin, and Wood, mm-hmm. and then Ween, mm-hmm. and then Primus.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Although I will say the entire audience at the Primus performance were surprised by the fact that they were a jam band. Yeah, so The other two experiences were I looked around the crowd and said, oh shit, I'm at a jam band <laughs> yeah, show. Jam band concert. But at the Slayer ministry, Pantera, basically Pantera uh, concert, everyone was surprised by the jam. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did yes. it, guys. We made it.
1: Raise your sparkling grapefruit mm. drink thing. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I'm drinking clar- Clarbrum clarbrum blueberry passion fruit sparkling mm, water sounds good i yeah. think i'm gonna go get some ginger booch oh yeah mm-hmm. you know that tofu stuff sucking on ginger, <laughs>
1: ginger <booch>. <laughs> <Labor>. <laughs> that's like the uh vegan version of snoop dog
0: because mm-hmm. the v-
1: snoop dog ain't no vegan unless
0: he changes his snoop, ways snoop tofu dog snoop tofu dog <laughs> I just got some tofu dogs and I'm excited. I'm going to make pigs in a blanket with it. The-
1: Ooh, that's sounds- tofu
0: tofu pigs. <laughs> tofu pigs
1: in a blanket. <laughs> Don't you like it when people laugh and they do that like sort of
0: <laughs> Yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah. I just did that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, when we just go into just laughter, that usually is the end of the show. That's the end of the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: happy New Year! Um, I really hope that you guys watch the ball drop or fall asleep. One of the, I'm probably going to do both. Hmm. Only it's going to be in the order of I'm going to fall asleep first. Yeah. And they'll probably I'll dream about the ball dropping. How's that?
0: Yeah, dreams. Make my balls drop sometimes too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year 2022. Let's, let's, New. we got this. Yeah,
0: we got this. This is a, that's as good as it gets. Hope it's not as shitty as last year. Yeah, that's- we're gonna make it. Happy New Year. Whoa. What's that guns yes
1: or
0: or die uh poof. um hm uh, i don't know it's it was it was a weird one